Good morning and welcome back to Wizards and Pixie Dust podcast where we talk about all things Universal Orlando and Disney destinations related with your podcast hosts Mary O'Hannon and Emily Nugent. Hey Em, how's it going? It's going. Good morning. Yay! It seems like it's clearing up a little bit from the rain, so that'll be nice. It would be it doesn't rain here in Pittsburgh. Um, my grass is a hay field. I swear I need to cut it. Guess what I'm doing tomorrow on Mother's Day? Cutting the grass. <laughs> uh, I know we have a lot of dandelions and that crazy purple weed coming up. So I said to my husband, we need to go to Lowe's or something and get some like weed killer. And weed yeah, stuff. we'll see if that happens. I don't know. But um, right. so uh, our last episode, we talked about Epcot. And we love, as we talked about, we love Epcot for sure. There's so much to do. And so many people, like, I don't know, they, they skip over Epcot. They're like, oh, the kids aren't going to like it there, which is crazy. It's just crazy to me. It's like when people call Animal Kingdom a zoo. <laughs> oh, that is like my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, it is so far from a zoo. <laughs> no, I'm like, what? Like, what? Yeah. I'm not sure, like, I'm calling it a zoo. Um, but yeah, I love when people tell me that Epcot's just for adults. And I'm like, hmm, yikes. So yeah, this is part two of Epcot. So if you haven't listened to part one and you're listening in on part two, you might want to go back and listen in on part one first. Yeah. Where we talk about um, the world celebration, world nature, and world discovery area. So we talked about all of that. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk about everything in the World Showcase, which has been called World Showcase for forever, which is great. Um, I love that they brought various countries to the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> for people who do not travel internationally, right? Yeah, like me. I do. I've been there. I've been to Epcot. I know those countries. <laughs> I'm a real traveler. Ah, <laughs> uh, too funny. No, but you know what? Honestly, having been to some of these countries, they do do a really good job with trying to be as authentic as possible, for sure. Um, so there's 11 countries in the World Showcase. Mm-hmm. And then there's an outpost and an international gateway as well. Yeah. Um, and you can enter either side. The World Showcase is this huge circular area pretty much around a big lake. Yep. Um, so that's, yeah, pretty nice. And then in the middle of the lake, they have these new huge monstrous devices <laughs> for harmonious. They're so ugly, and I don't even think they add much to harmonious anyway. I, I, that's a whole nother episode. They're ugly. Yeah. Um, so who knows? I mean, let's be honest. Harmonious has not gotten the greatest reviews. So we'll see if Disney decides to keep it. But um, it is their newest nighttime spectacular show. But if you're not a nighttime spectacular show person, um, this is a great time to get on some rides for sure. Absolutely. Alrighty. Let's talk about... During the festivals, this is an amazing area to head to because 
not only do they have the restaurants and quick services already within the countries, but they add all these additional kiosks um, with more food offerings, which especially during the food and wine festival is absolutely amazing, right? Yeah, it is. It's a good place to just get little small bites and just walk and eat. Yes. Yes. So that's, I love that. So you can definitely, you know, during, well, even, you know, the arts festival, they have a kiosk, they have some kiosks that stay are permanent year round. And then some that are temporary during the food and wine festival. Um, The ones that are there year round change depending on the festival. So during the arts festival, they did art stuff, which was really cool. Um, Right now with the flower and garden festival going on, they have various foods and drinks for flower and garden. And then when food and wine hits, they'll pop up more and change that around too. One of the things I love about these kiosks throughout the the thing is that they always have a passport, a food passport for adults. (laughs) Yes. So you can grab these food passports when you come into the park where the maps are. They have them there typically, um, but they should have them at any of the kiosks and restaurants throughout um, Epcot as well. But if you grab one of these passports, you can check off that um, you've tried various things. And if you try so many, you get a free something. Like yep. the last time we were there, we got a free cookie and a free drink because we yeah. had some type of smoothie or something for, yeah. for the arts festival. Yeah. So it's a fun way to figure out in which country what foods are available so you can um you know plan ahead if you want to plan ahead while you're coming around you're like okay definitely want to hit up this country this country this country or if you just you know are in that country and you want to look through that's great um so definitely pick up one of those food passports while you're going around which is funny to me because there are so many food options in epcot that I'm amazed that each country still has a sit down and a quick service, right? Yeah, it's crazy. It's just like you could gain 50 pounds in a day with all the food options. Yes, it is so good. It it is. All right. So there's that for adults. So that'll keep you occupied. For the kids, there's a scavenger hunt that goes on, which we I did this for Food and Wine Festival last year when our agency was down there. Um, just for myself, none of the other agents and wouldn't do it with me. Nope, 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 nope. Just nope, by myself. Help to find him. <laughs> a little ready. Until it rained, and then I had to go around by myself. <laughs> Once we were drenched, you're like, Mary, you're on your own. <laughs> And I did it, but I did it. So there are scavenger hunts that go on for each festival, the Food and Wine Festival, the Flower and Garden, and the Arts Festival. And they're technically for the kids um, to be able to go around into each of the countries and find, I think for the Food and Wine Festival last year, it was Remy. You found Remy wherever, and then you would put um, the sticker as to where you found him. So like you couldn't just automatically know, I think, oh no, Remy had food. And so then you had to take the sticker of the food and put it to that country. So you actually had to know what it was. 
um, when we went to the arts festival, it was Figment. And it was Figment portrayed as these iconic picture characters. Like he was the Mona Lisa one time. And so you found that in France. So some of them were like easy, but not all of them were. So you had to go around and find the pictures. So I don't know what the one is going on right now for the Flower and Garden Festival, but that is something to keep your kids occupied and want to go through the countries because prior to January, we had not been through the countries with kids because they just thought the countries were boring. Yeah, so. I blame them. <laughs> Don't blame them one bit. Yeah, little kids do not want to learn about France and Italy. Like they don't want to learn about that. But um, so now they do because they have these scavenger hunts to go through. And then in each of the country, they also now have a kid caught fun stuff. And this in and of itself is a little passport. Um, this is sponsored by Ziploc, which is really cool. So you can walk up to the Kid Cot Fun Spot area, and there's a Ziploc bag that has a sticker and a um, something like a coloring postcard of Mickey, a French Mickey, if you're in France, or an Italian Mickey, if you're something like that. So they can go and collect those. So that's kind of fun, too. So... <clears throat> Don't poo-poo on Epcot if you have little kids. <laughs> the world definitely, Yeah, there's definitely stuff there for them to do um, as you're looking at all of the adult things in the, in the uh, countries. The kids can definitely do the scavenger hunts. Yes, for sure. So we had said that there are 11 countries. <laughs> Canada, the UK, France, Morocco, Japan, the Americas. Um, Italy, Germany, China, Norway, and Mexico. The countries that have rides are Mexico has a water ride. Nice little water ride. And they've upped that game. Donald Duck and his friends. You can see them throughout the ride. I think they're looking for Donald throughout the ride. Is that correct? If I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, something like that. The three caballeros. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Donald? Um, so that. I like that ride. It's a good one. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, no height restrictions, very slow moving ride, kind of like a uh, small world. Uh, Norway. Let's talk about Norway. Holy moly. They really upped their game from that, that attraction years ago. So if you haven't been to Epcot in years and years and years and you have been to Norway and you rode their boat ride, that thing was scary. <laughs> the trolls? I know. And you're like, <laughs> At one point, the boat like kind of goes out the building a little bit. You think you're going to fall? Yeah. yeah. And when you're little, you're like convinced you're going to fall. Yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah. Um, never really had a line ever. I don't ever remember waiting in line for that ride. Um, no. I liked that ride growing up. I was weird. Um, but they revamped that many years ago, and now it's frozen ever after. So it's all about Anna and Elsa, which is really cool. So it's a really great ride for kids. Again, no height restriction on that one. And over in that area, the kids can meet Anna and Elsa. So and that's a lot of fun, too. The queue for the ride's cute, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, one of my favorite, favorite to eat is the bakery here. Ah. 
this little bakery here with their school bread is one of my favorite things to get for sure. So I do love me some Norway, but I will not wait two hours in line for the Anna and Elsa ride. <laughs> so, no. um, also, meet and, not, yeah, meet and greet uh, dining is here too. So you can do that. So there is a lot to do in Norway for sure. China, one of my favorite is Lotus Blossom Cafe <laughs> and Nine Dragons. I'll always eat at Nine Dragons if I get a chance. So good if you do like Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not have a ride. They have a film. Here, yeah. Which, okay. It's not bad. Um, and I will tell you, every time... We come into China, I couldn't find Remy, and I couldn't find Figment. So they really know how to hide the the scavenger hunts in China, I'll tell you that much. So um, head over to the outpost. Along that way, it seems like it's more African-themed stuff. They don't really have anything like a country for Africa, but that, well, I guess Morocco is in Africa, but um, just like stereotypical african themed uh, like drums kids can play on and that kind of stuff yeah. there merchandise yeah uh germany uh there's no ride there right no ride in germany but a good restaurant and really good pretzels yeah and that's about it food and shopping in germany and food and shopping in italy too so there's no rides or attractions or anything there as well so um Um, yeah italy one of the things that i tell a lot of my clients is if you have a larger family and you're looking for a more of a um cost-friendly meal via Napoli. They're big, huge pizzas. will feed a family and it's like 40 bucks. Oh, nice. Not super expensive, like a regular sit-down, but you still get amazing pizza and it's indoors. Nice. So yeah, Italy, good food. They always have really good kiosks too during the Food and Wine Festival. They do, yeah. They do. All right, the American Adventure... So they upped the game here because we used to just skip over America all the time. Let me tell you, there was like nothing there. And I'm always like, why well, live here? Why do I need to be here? <laughs> yeah. And the American adventure, I didn't really, I was just like, oh, okay, sure. It's almost like Hall of Presidents in Magic Kingdom. I really don't need to see that. But like, I kind of feel that same way about the American adventure. I'm like, I don't really need to see it. But um, that's there. But the one thing that they did up their game with is the American Gardens Theater. So they do like concerts here, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially during the holidays. They'll have like a whole setup of different musicians coming in and big names too um, yeah. that have played there. So that's really interesting to go there and see that. I think we saw Smash Mouth there a couple of years ago. <laughs> hey, now you're a rock star. <laughs> Uh, so we saw them which was funny but <clears throat> they up uh, they have a kiosk there now a permanent kiosk and i like that they do 
a couple of different pairings. Like the when we were there for the arts and um, the art festival, they had a chocolate pairing, and it was like interesting because it was like a white hot chocolate, a dark hot chocolate, and then a milk hot chocolate. So you could taste the difference between the hot chocolates, and then they had a beer flight, and like it was just nice. Like that area has really upped its game, as well as the new restaurant that opened um, Regal Eagle. That just yeah. opened a few years ago. Emily said that's amazing. It's very good. Um, it's barbecue um, and they have, it's, it's Muppet themed, but a very subtle Muppet themed. Um, and uh, their mac and cheese is, is the best. It's amazing. Well, we'll take your word for that one. I'm not a big mac and cheese person, but I love me some yeah. good barbecue. And I heard they have the best brownie on property. So challenge accepted. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there's a lot of good food in this area, even though it is American themed, it's supposed to be some of the best in the park. So that's good. I think they really upped their game, right? Like to get people more in the American adventure. Um, we head over to Japan. One of my favorite pictures is to really like come over here and take a picture with that iconic, um, structure that's like, you know, and then with the world showcase in the background. So there's a great picture spot over in Japan. Um, not a ride or experience. Um, a hibachi place is in there. But let me just tell you, I did not know how big this area was in Epcot the last time we were down there. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest store ever. <laughs> yeah. That store is huge. Um, the hibachi restaurant is delicious. Probably one of the best hibachis I've ever had. It's so good. So this area, I mean, just amazing. And then in the very back, they have like this huge like bubble tea area. And you can get all these different types of bubble teas and teas and stuff like that. So um, I was really intrigued the last time I was like, well, when next time I don't have the kids with me, I'm going to definitely come back here and uh, get one of those bubble teas. I bought the bubble tea kid. I love them. Um, so that's Japan's a lot of fun too, especially the shopping. Morocco, what's going on with Morocco? They were redoing part of it, I think. Um, I'm not sure if it's all back open yet, uh, but I don't know. I, we usually skip over Morocco. Well, we had to go in there for the figment thing. And all I saw was um, Vice Road table. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> That's all I saw. And me, I didn't even see like the shopping was open. So I think, I, I think that they had a good part of it closed down for renovation. Okay. So we are up in the air with what's going on with. Oh, yeah. So, but... You know, interesting you said least. All right, France. Everybody wants to go to France right now because of the new Ratatouille ride that opened mm -hmm. back in October. Yep. So now we have Ratatouille, which should be a lot of fun. I did not get on this ride yet, but I hear it's a lot of fun. It um, is. It's cute. It's yeah. a cute ride. Yeah, we rode it. Um, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely doesn't look like it has a height restriction. So that's interesting in and of itself. It is a 3D ride, though. Yeah. It's, so did you it, have to wear glasses? Yes. And it is the same type of ride vehicles as um, 
the new Mickey and Minnie one in Hollywood Studios. Oh, Runaway Railway. Yes, yeah, that kind of same technology, trackless. Um, it, it, it's a cool ride. It it's. I don't, I mean, I don't know. The Lion Fort, the last time we were there was horrendously long. We had a lightning lane and I'm like, I would not have waited in that line for it. Yeah. But it's, it was okay to get the lightning lane for it. I was all right with that. Nice. Well, we head to Disneyland Paris in three weeks and the girls have that on their checklist of rides to ride over there. So it'll be interesting to ride it first in Paris versus here in the U.S. <laughs> So I'll have to see the comparisons when I come back. Um, um, one of my favorite things over there that they just redid too was the Beauty and Beast sing-along. So cute. Yes, that is fun. I don't want to give it away, but there's a twist with the Beauty and the Beast sing-along. So if you know, have watched any of the Beauty and the Beast movie from the 90s, there's a twist on this tale as old as time, and it is so stinking adorable. Um, so we loved, you have to definitely do the sing-along, even with the kids. My kids were, like, screaming at the top of the phone, singing along. So <laughs> it was cute. And we did it, too, when we did it back in July, and it was really cute. Yeah. yeah. I took my mother-in-law in it to get out of the heat, just because she's like, I, she was dying in the heat and i'm like well let's go to beauty and the beast it's cute she's like okay she loved it <laughs> nice. um, there's also a film there called impressions the prompts so you can watch that just to get out of the heat as well um mm -hmm. ice cream place is absolutely amazing in france we do love that as well as there is a pastry shop hidden yeah. in the back but it's not so hidden because it always has a huge line. <laughs> so if you're looking for like really good French pastries, um, go into the shop and the pastry store is in the back, but expect to wait in a nice long line for that. Um, there's crepes outside and stuff like that. And then when you walk over the bridge, you come to the International Gateway at this point. If you are staying at one of the deluxe resorts in the Epcot area, you could exit out and literally be at Beach Club in three minutes, uh, Yacht Club in 10 and Boardwalk in 10. So <laughs> bonus, right? If you're staying in that area, as well as you can get on the Skyliner here. So you can head over to the other resort. Pop, yep. Caribbean Beach, and Riviera. Yep. Or you can head over to Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. um, if you decide not to exit the park and you head back down, there's two more countries left. There's United Kingdom and Canada. Neither of these have an, a ride, <clears throat> but the United Kingdom definitely has a ton of characters out constantly, whether it's Alice in Wonderland, Mary Poppins, like they just always, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> there's always characters out. I here. think that's a, it's such a cool area to walk around to. I don't know why I, I like the United Kingdom and they have... Their quick service there is a good place to get fish and chips if you can't get a reservation for the restaurant. Um, I know my husband, the one day, one time we were staying at Art of Animation, he was like, I really want fish and chips. I'm like, well, let's hop on the Skyliner and go over and get some. And we did. <laughs> Very easy. Can't go wrong with fish and chips. That's good stuff. Yeah. So that's 
you know, really good. And then they have some good beers there too. And then down into Canada. So we were just talking about Canada before we came on here and we didn't realize how big it is because you can go back further. There's a huge waterfall in the back area. You can sit back there. There's literally nobody back there. It's like a nice little um, get away from people area when it gets so crowded. Yeah, it's um, Canada's beautiful. Yeah, it really, it really is pretty back there. Um, and then a lot of people do like the steakhouse that's here. I am not a steak or red meat type of person, so I don't know personally if it's good. One of our agents swears by it. I need so, to eat it. I have not. Yeah, I have not yet, but um, it definitely is on my list. Nice here. Yeah, I haven't not eaten there, but um, one of our agents, Tina, swears by it. So um, they do have uh, during the festivals. They usually have a booth that has the um, steak. Do um, they? It, the past couple times I've gotten it, it's been pretty good. So nice. So <clears throat> those are the countries. Okay, um, eleven countries. That so you can really this take hours to walk around i think for me personally when i was going around doing the remy scavenger hunt it took me an hour and a half just for me personally to go around when we went around with the kids to do their scavenger hunt it was like four and a half hours because we actually stopped and did some things in each of the countries too so that was quite nice so it might take a bulk of your day to get through the world showcase right absolutely yeah um, and the other nice thing that Emily and I had talked about was a lot of these have some indoor areas. Mm -hmm. So if it does start to rain, you do have that, um, area to get in out of the rain for at least a little bit for sure. Yeah. I, I also, um, just some advice. If you do have little ones, maybe visit the countries more in the morning, um, and early afternoon, um, especially if there is a festival, because it it can sometimes get a little dicey as far as people drinking a little too much <laughs> in the in the nighttime. I, I had a couple clients say that they they had to take their kids out of there at that time. So um, if you're if you're going to go with kiddos to see the countries, go go do those areas more in the morning, um, right when they open. Oh yeah, when the Food and Wine Festival starts like four p.m the world showcase just becomes like packed with people. It's crazy. Um, on the weekends, forget it. Like yeah. I, I refuse to be at a food and wine festival on a weekend. Like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, wall to wall people. So it's one of those things that you definitely would want to do at the food and wine festival. If you're planning on going this fall, um, you want to do that during the day. Yes. Um, for sure. So they don't open some of the kiosks until later in the day anyway. But um, yeah, so, I mean, I just have to say, it was so nice going around the World Showcase. My kids are 10 and 8. And again, they never had any interest in going around the World Showcase until this last time doing the scavenger hunt and the kid caught fun stops. So mm -hmm. I have to thank Disney for finally doing something for kids. Yeah in the world showcase so we could walk around and 
try different beers and try different foods and all of that kind of stuff. It just made for such a great experience this time around, which was nice. Yeah, I'm so happy that they do that because I mean, I remember when I was little and being grandma was like, they need to go to the countries. I'm like, I don't want to. It's boring. (laughs) You know, and now they they have stuff. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, they're up in the game with that. So that's really good. Um, But if obviously if you want to um, plan a Walt Disney World vacation and you're still on the fence about whether or not you want to go to Epcot, make sure to reach out to one of our Life is Better traveling uh, sponsored travel agents. Um, you can find them at lifeisbettertraveling.com. You can also reach out to Emily directly. She's one of the Life is Better Traveling agents as well. She's more than willing to help you plan your Walt Disney World vacation. Absolutely. All right, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed and got a lot of really good information out of part one and now this part two of Epcot. Um, if you didn't hear part one yet, head over to wizardsandpixiedust.com. We have all of our podcasts uh, loaded over there. You can always check us out too for pictures and other things going on on our Facebook and Instagram at Wizards and Pixie Dust. All right, guys. Thanks for listening in today. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye.